And uh, joining us for our film segment here in the studio is Pierce Conran. Pierce, good to see you in person. Good to see you. It's been a few weeks. Yeah, it has indeed. Uh, a lot's been going on. Um, certainly not maybe with the box office numbers, but apparently Tenet's still number one at the box office. Is this a sign that the film, in your view, has legs, as they say, or uh, just simply there's no other alternative for people to watch? I guess you can say it's kind of a, a bit of both. Okay. Um, uh, all the major films, except for Tenet, kind of pushed their releases a little while back, as I think we kind of touched on recently. Yeah. Uh, but Tenet has been very popular. Um, uh, people are, I think people, it's getting a lot of repeat views. Is that kind of a movie? It's doing very well in specialty formats. Uh, certainly, even now, getting a ticket in, in, in an IMAX screen is not that easy, or getting a good seat anyway. So it seems to be it seems to be doing well. It's um, it's uh, it's dropped off uh, little by little each week. Uh, but yeah, there's there's also not much competition. And overall, um, the the box office has kind of just dropped and dropped over the last few weeks. But it seems to have kind of reached that that bottom point, um, and which is about over three hundred thousand tickets sold. over the weekend so maybe maybe we've reached the bottom and perhaps things will okay. improve from now so tenant uh, it's been around for quite a while now right almost a month mm. uh, mulan the uh, the live action um adaptation of the uh, the popular animated uh, film by disney it seems tailor-made to be a box office hit here in korea i mean we saw frozen tier and the co- the the controversy of frozen 2 dominating sure. all, all the uh, multiplexes and then um uh, films like the live action version of aladdin which i think here in korea relatively speaking was quite oh, it successful was, it was extraordinary to, right, yeah it was, one of the, it was it was more popular than than, than america or anything else and so, helped, so why wasn't uh, mulan able to uh, kind of achieve the same magic well it did open at number one on its opening day but i was a very small number one um and then it kind of it just dropped after that pretty quickly and it lost the weekend to tenet it was very close it was 121 to 122 000 mm-hmm. okay. um but uh, it's a bad result from for disney and certainly the the issues we were talking about a few weeks ago those those clearly affected korea as well Do koreans care about that you think i mean i think it's just it, it was it was such a big issue and it okay. was it was talked okay. about so much that it's kind of somehow it's it's kind of a oh there's something wrong with this movie and then people did see it and and just the score is very bad and I think I haven't seen the film yet myself, but by all accounts, the the film speaks for itself. Okay, okay. (laughs) So uh, there's a confluence of factors here, the negative press, the the political aspects of the the backdrop of the the lead actress and, and, and all of these things, and then just quite... frankly, maybe the movie itself not being uh, great. So short of expectations uh, for Mulan, but a pretty brutal market for anyone out there here, uh, Pierce. Uh, beyond the films, then, what kind of casualties are, are we seeing? It's probably a very, very difficult time for the theater business, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, in Korea, at least, the theaters never really closed, which is quite remarkable. Obviously, pretty much everywhere else, they were closed for months. Uh, a few art house venues temporarily closed. CGV temporarily paused uh, services Uh, uh-huh. at 30% of its venues. But um, this has been going on for a while now. And, uh, you know, running these kind of relatively empty theaters is expensive. There's staffing costs. There's, there's rental costs, which are generally the biggest, uh, biggest cost for, for theaters. So now there's been the news that uh, Lotte and Megabox, or the, the other two majors, they've both actually shut down two, two uh, venues each permanently. Mm. I mean, you know, some of them are saying, oh, we didn't renew one lease or, or this and that. But we can kind of read between the lines. There's... There's, there's no money in this right now. This is very, very difficult, and that's kind of tightened the belt here. Ticket sales are down, but another thing I think, you know, cinemas make a lot of their money from concessions, like popcorn and all that. And I mean, these days, I think people are, are less, less willing to, you know, take down their mask and yeah. lunch and popcorn during the cinema. So that's, that's got to hurt as well. 
Yeah, I've always wanted, because I haven't been able to go uh, during the pandemic, but uh, how that actually worked out, because you would assume that the protocol is you got to keep the mask on while you're watching the film, but if you got popcorn and nachos and, mm-hmm. and, and soft drinks, that, that would entail lowering. I mean, sure, some people obviously will still do it, and they think, you know, they can kind of, you know, alternate up and down as, right, they, as right. they sip their drinks. But I think generally, I, I got to think that less people are, 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 are buying that stuff these days, right. those that are going. Well, uh, we've been talking quite a bit about the box office numbers and and how they've uh, dipped. So um, going to a theater to to watch a film is one thing, but you still have to to make a theater to to have something released to to be able to watch it. Uh, Given the amount of people usually on a set, uh, and it's it's a huge staff, it's got to be a very challenging year for for productions uh, overall, especially depending on the location and what Mm. the level of lockdown is. Are films still being produced at the usual numbers? Uh, They're still being produced. Uh, at the usual numbers, not so much. Mm. There was uh, the Korean Film Council uh, released a report recently saying that basically the uh, comparable amount of, of productions from this uh, January to August period was down about 22%. Um, uh, but that probably doesn't include foreign shoots because we have a the Korean industry has been focusing a lot on on doing international shoots these days and this was a bad time to make that focus because uh, uh, a lot of projects that were going to shoot in like uh, in Colombia, in Jordan, places like that, they had to postpone their shoots indefinitely so those are kind of in trouble. Also the Outlaws 2 was going to shoot in Vietnam. Mm. Um, Locally, a few films kind of had a few delays like there was this big two-part film called Again, Alien, uh, which is going to be like the new Along of the Gods basically Mm. and uh, they started shooting just as this kicked off so uh, uh, they they delayed a little bit but they're still going then you have you know um, emergency declaration this big new film of Lee Byung-hun and Song Kang-ho they had an actual case on on set last month so they had to shut down so that was the that was the fear for a while you know when is there going to be a hot spot um, uh, on a film set and that happened I don't think it's caused any further problems but protocols are in in place and sets do seem to be relatively safe but you got to think that insurance rates are got to be quite high now so that's that's uh, not a great incentive for studios and since films aren't coming out that means a lot of already produced films are just kind of in a there's a backlog of content so our our studios got to be a little bit wary about just kind of spending more money on just stuff that's just not going to make money for potentially years at this point Yeah, and so there's that backlog. Uh, even in the Hollywood films, a lot of people had been anticipating, let's say, the new, uh, the latest 007 or the, the new Black Widow film, but uh, these films not being released and then productions also perhaps uh, being backlogged. There's, I guess there's a pent-up kind of repressed demand for films that uh, people just haven't had to be able to access unless they, they're using a streaming service and paying 30 bucks for, for Milan, <laughs> which isn't even a purchase, right? It's, it's a rental. Uh, right, a temporary rental. That's an interesting one there. There's been numbers about people are saying that with Mulan, it, it might have made $270 million in America over two weeks. But I think those numbers are highly suspect. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it, well, not just the, the film releases in, in the, uh, the multiplexes, but film festivals, another area that's uh, taken a big hit as well, Pierce. Uh, you went to Bifan earlier this year. Uh, the uh, Pusan International Film Festival is coming up and uh, widely considered largest in, in Asia. Mm. Uh, what, what's the plan right now? as it stands for for uh, Busan. Uh, well, it was going to uh, open at the beginning of next month. Uh, recently, they did uh, delay the festival. So it's been pushed back two weeks to open on October 21st. Um, obviously, it's going to be affected quite strongly. The uh, program has 192 films, which is 30% less than usual. But each film will only screen once. Normally, they would screen two or three times. So this means that uh, screenings are basically down by 80%. They're all limited to one venue. Yeah. And, uh, and of course, there are social distancing caps there. 50, 50 for indoor screenings, 100 for outdoor. Mm. 
So essentially, Busan normally has 200,000 viewers in a year. Now, if they sell out all these tickets, it's 10,000. That's a mm. 95% drop. Uh, but, uh, well, also there's no events. There's no international guests. The juries are going to be completely doing their work online. But, you know, the festival is happening, and they did, they right. did reveal their program last week. Right, and as you point out, logistically, uh, probably uh, pretty obvious to most people uh, with the two-week quarantines, uh, pretty difficult to get foreign arrivals coming in here. Uh, yeah, I, there'll be a lot of Zoom Q&As yeah. and stuff like that, I guess. So it's going to be difficult for most people, even people who live in Korea, to, to attend this year. But that being said, what kind of program have they put together? Are there still a lot of uh, in, in, interesting or exciting titles? Uh, sure. Um, the opening film is called Septet, the Story of Hong Kong, which is kind of this omnibus from like a big classic Hong Kong filmmakers like Johnny Cho and Sammo Hung and the recently passed uh, Benny Chang. Uh, and the closing film is an animated version of the Japanese cult classic Josie the Tiger and the Fish. Uh, there's a focus on films that got the kind of Cannes 2020 label. There was no actual Cannes Festival this year, but they did announce their selections. So there's going to be a bunch of those films screening in Busan. Uh, a lot of other uh, festival titles from like Hong Sang-soo and uh, this one by uh, Lee Isaac Chung, who made this film called Minari. He's a Korean-American filmmaker who won the Grand Prize in Sundance this mm. year. Steven Yeun's in that. Um, and, of course, uh, lots of exciting and, and probably unknown uh, local indie films. And you know, oftentimes that's kind of where the magic happens in Busan, certainly for someone right. like me. Well, uh, this is one of those few times where there's an intersection of maybe politics and, and film. Uh, the big news, and we talked about early in our program, uh, the, the passing of uh, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, uh, I gather she was a pretty popular f- figure, at least in the Hollywood or film industry. Uh, how has her death affected people? Yeah, she was uh, enormously popular. And uh, obviously, with, uh, g- given what she did uh, in the middle of kind of these Me Too mo- uh, movements and major equity fights in the industry and like fights for like pay parity and, and all that, she was just a, a very influential figure and her death is a big blow. And of course, now there's a huge storm brewing over her replacement. Right. Um, and that has made the ind- industry kind of pretty vocal, uh, and they generally are pretty vocal in, in the Trump term. Um, uh, within the industry, uh, she has been a subject of kind of a few films. There was a film a few years ago called On the Basis of Sex, where Felicity Jones played her earlier in her career, uh, fighting an important court case. And then, of course, there's the extraordinary documentary uh, RBG, uh, which a lot of people, uh, you know, after seeing that, kind of realize kind of the, the, the legend that she yeah. was. And that is how we see this outpouring of tribute uh, that uh, perhaps has taken a lot of people by uh, surprise as to the immense impact she's had. Uh, Final bit of news. Chuseok coming up. uh, Any big local titles to look forward to and uh, are people ready to go back to the theaters? One hopes so. I think we've kind of hit that bottom. I think we're going to see some numbers. There is some new content coming, so something to go and see. A few big titles kind of were delayed. There was that space film, Space Sweepers, was pushed off, but there are six films screening. This week we have the diving noir mystery thriller Diva, The Return of Actress Shin Mina. There's a period action film, The Swordsman. Those are both out tomorrow, Mm -hmm. and I think you were previously talking about BTS. Their Mm -hmm. new concert doc, Break the Silence, the movie, is out on Thursday. Next week we have the crime comedy, The Golden Holiday, which we talked about a few weeks ago because it was delayed. It was originally out in August. We have the horror comedy Night of the Undead and the family drama Pawn, which is another return of the actress Haji Won. So quite a lot on, 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 on the dock. Right. So if anything, uh, there are certainly going to be a lot of options out there uh, should you find it safe enough uh, to go attend uh, during Chuseok. All right, Pierce, we're going to leave it there. Good to see you in person again and uh, look forward to talking to you again soon. Looking forward to it.